What is up? It's The Rant. My name is Jeff Rackle, and it is Wednesday, December 23rd. The countdown is officially on, man. Just uh, two days away, almost exactly to the minute as I'm recording this here at about 4 o'clock on Wednesday afternoon. Until the start of the Fantasy Football Finals, of course, we have that 4.30 game on Friday. I don't know what you do on Christmas. Maybe you celebrate it. Maybe you don't. It all depends. But uh, don't forget about it, regardless of what you're doing on Christmas Day. Don't just set, set a little uh, alarm on your phone for the Friday game, also for the three Saturday games, just in case, because you never know when a surprise inactive uh, comes up. So remember, Friday, 4.30 Eastern, so set a little alarm, yeah, maybe 3.15 Eastern, something like that. Then you got a 1 o'clock Eastern, Bucks and Lions on Saturday. Yeah, again, you know, an hour and 15 minutes before that. 49ers, Cardinals kicks off at 4.30 Eastern. And then Dolphins and Raiders at uh, 8.15 Eastern. So don't forget about those games right there. All right, we're going to break down rankings for you on the show today. Before I get into that, let me tell you about our presenting sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? If you've listened to this podcast, you've heard me ask that question for four months straight now. If you do, well, you need to go check out monkeyknifefight.com. MonkeyKnifeFight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because MonkeyKnifeFight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on MonkeyKnifeFight.com, there are no salary caps. You don't have to play against sharks. And that means anyone has a chance of winning, even you. MonkeyKnifeFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, eSports, and of course football. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. And you know what else? MonkeyKnifeFight.com has a free $5 game for you just for signing up. And of course, if you use the promo code RANT, R-A-N-T, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to $50. With a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com, you could be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting. When you sign up to play, monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play to MKF and win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. Definitely worth checking out here, especially as, well, everybody's fantasy season will essentially be over here uh, this week. I mean, I, I know some people still play to week 17. Honestly, I wouldn't ever want my fantasy championship to be decided in week 17 simply because there there's so much variance that week. And you essentially, I mean, even this week is kind of crazy given some of the injury situations and 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 some of the teams who are all, you know essentially out, they're out of it now, not playing for anything. It gets even worse in week seventeen. I don't think a, a, an entire season of fantasy football should be decided in that type of situation. So yeah, not not a fan of the week seventeen. I would I would do away with it. Plus, week seventeen is a nice like. All right, finally we got to the end of this darn marathon. Let's uh let's sit back and watch some some football here and that's a good day because all the football's jammed into one day unlike the rest of the season all right so let's talk about the rankings for you here for week 16 that's weird to say quarterback at the top it's pretty easy it is Patrick Mahomes he is awesome he faces Atlanta the matchup is awesome that's double awesomeness right there hashtag analysis (laughs) Kyler Murray coming in at two in a Pretty important game here for Arizona. You know, that does have to be a little bit of a factor. Not everything. Don't solely base your decision on whether or not the team is still in the playoff hunt, but it should be a factor here, and it is in this contest. Aaron Rodgers at three against Tennessee. I think 
Aaron goes off in this one. Deshaun Watson versus the Bengals. That team that played on Monday night was not the Bengals. I don't know who the heck they were. That wasn't the Bengals, though. The real Bengals are going to show up here, and so is Watson. Lamar Jackson sliding in at number, number five for me. He's been the Lamar of last season. I love it. I love what we're seeing out of him down the stretch here. All right, ready? Number six, Jalen Hurts. Yep, to answer your question, and I know I'm going to get these questions. If you have Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, you start those guys. If you have anybody else, you start Jalen Hurts. If you have Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen, which apparently about a billion teams out there have, because I've gotten that question literally about 15 times today, it is Jalen Hurts. If you have Jalen Hurts or Justin Herbert, it is Jalen Hurts. If you have Jalen Hurts or Ryan Tannehill, it is Jalen Hurts. Or Tom Brady or Russell Wilson, Jalen Hurts. Or Baker Mayfield or Mitchell Trubisky, Jalen Hurts. After what we saw last week, the week before, and he's facing Dallas, and the Eagles have to win, it's Jalen Hurts. Now, Josh Allen's right after him at 7. And I don't mind that spot for Allen at all. Like, if you don't have Jalen Hurts, like, don't overthink what I'm saying here. This is more a direct question or answer to the question that a lot of people who have Hurts has. Uh, Justin Herbert after Josh Allen against Denver. Herbert's rookie season, you know, magical rookie year continues here. Uh, then Ryan Tannehill. Now, it's not it's not a, a terrible matchup for Tannehill. But he slides back just a little bit. I mean, Green Bay's okay against the pass, as we know. But you can throw on anybody not named Jair Alexander, you can throw on them. So I, I think they continue to roll here. But it is a bit of a run funnel game. So we're probably going to see a lot of, <laughs> go figure, Derrick Henry. Uh, Tom Brady at 10 against Detroit. Nice matchup there for Brady. Then Russell Wilson at 11. He is backsliding in the, uh, this week against the... Rams, they're also running the football really well, so that hurts a little bit. All right, if you have to stream this week at 12, I have Mitchell Trubisky. It's against the Jags, and I do actually prefer him over Baker Mayfield, who I have at 13, but it is so freaking close. In fact, come back on Friday. By the way, on Friday at FTNFantasy.com, I will be updating everything on Christmas Day uh, around about 3, 3.30 Eastern, like just to get all the uh, the newest information in there. So it'll all be updated projections and rankings up there over at FTNFantasy.com. Uh, so those guys are in the mix. I don't think I would get too crazy with Marcus Mariota. I have him ranked at 18, so he's more of a two-quarterback option this week. Those are pretty much the main streamers. Drew Brees is right behind Trubisky and Mayfield, so I'd actually rather those guys than Drew Brees. All right, moving over to running back, Derrick Henry tops the list. He's, I think he's going to get 2,000. I really do. He faces uh, the Packers this week. He gets the Texans next week. It's a good spot. Alvin Kamara on Christmas Day against Minnesota. He's still in the elite conversation He's going to see a lot of work on the ground. Hopefully, Latavius Murray doesn't score a receiving touchdown this week. But I think he's going to be heavily involved in the passing game with no Michael Thomas. How about this? David Montgomery, Monty at three, just like we drew it up. David Montgomery, league winner. <laughs> Who would have thought? But, hey, I'm not going to overthink that after the last month. Dal Cook at four. It is a tough matchup against the Saints, but you know he could, he could touch about 30 times, so... You still use him no matter what. You don't overthink that one. Aaron Jones against the Titans at five showed that massive upside last week. 
Austin Eckler at six did not show the upside last week, but I do think he bounces back. Nick Chubb. I think that's a ground and pound game for the Brownies there. The Brownies are a good team, too. Miles Sanders sliding in at number eight against Dallas, the number two team in terms of yards per carry allowed to running backs. Josh Jacobs seeing a lot of volume. So, hey, go with Josh Jacobs this week as a top 10 play, even though Miami's pretty good, but you can run on him a little bit. J.K. Dobbins sliding up into the 10 spot this week. Yeah, I'm bullish on J.K. Dobbins. I don't, I mean, the matchup is, you know, you can run on the Giants. I like that. I think we're going to see a lot of volume out of him. No Mark Ingram, essentially. I mean, he was a healthy scratch last week. And Dobbins, even though Gus Edwards is still seeing a lot of, or seeing decent amount of touches, let's say, I wouldn't say a lot. Uh, Dobbins is dominating in the snap share. Uh, David Johnson right now at 11. Of course, this will depend on Duke Johnson's status. As I'm recording this here, usually try and wait until the afternoon to see if I can get my hands on some practice reports. Don't have a Houston practice report just yet, but that'll uh, obviously change based on Duke Johnson's status. If he doesn't play, David Johnson's a three-down guy. Jonathan Taylor at 12. Love how he's played over the last three games in particular. Uh, He has been really, he's been outstanding, man. And yes, it's the Steelers, but he's going to touch the ball a bunch. And and we saw Giovanni Bernard could, could run a little bit on the Steelers. It wasn't the most efficient game, but Taylor is a better back. Tony Pollard right now at 13. This depends on Ezekiel Elliott's status. If Zeke is back, then obviously we slide Pollard. Uh, back into basically, you know, kind of desperation flex territory. Chris Carson at 14, tough matchup against the Rams, but he's still a front-end RB2. DeAndre Swift at 15, speaking of tough matchup against the Bucks, scored two touchdowns last week, but that is a brutal matchup. Jeff Wilson sliding in at 16 against the Arizona Cardinals. Hey, man, no Mostert. They're going to ride Wilson. And the quarterback situation is messy, so you best believe they're going to lead on that run game. Melvin Gordon at 17 against the Chargers. Of course, you can run on the Chargers. Leonard Fournette. How about this? Leonard Fournette at 18. Le'Veon Bell at 19. There may be teams this week who win championships by starting both of these guys. Now, I'm not saying these guys are league winners, but Fournette faces Detroit. Okay. Yes, please. And no Ronald Jones. Bell, no Clyde Edwards-Alaire, facing Atlanta, who just gave up two rushing scores to Fournette. So this is how 2020 is going for us. Uh, Kareem Hunt uh, right after those guys at 20. Now, the problem, obviously, with Kareem Hunt is he is very much dependent on the game script. You know, a game that's closer, he's going to put up more fantasy points. J.D. McKissick at 21. That used to be what I say about him, but I don't think Antonio Gibson plays. I'm getting a lot of questions about him. I don't think he plays. Just based on the injury, I don't think he plays. So... That means McKissick, decent amount of volume in the run game, like 8 to 12 carries. But on the board right now, projection-wise, only two running backs project with more catches. Alvin Kamara and Austin Eckler. So that's a lot of value in a PPR. Kenyon Drake, I know, at 22. I know. But Chase Edmonds is still banged up. He he out-touched him last week, but he's banged up, so we'll see. Uh, Giovanni Bernard at 23. Can we trust that's the same Giovanni Bernard that we get from Monday night this week? No, we can't, but 
he he's at least enough to be an RB2 back end. Uh, and then Daryl Henderson at 24. Don't fully trust him, but I would trust him over Malcolm Brown, who I actually have at 35. Flex-worthy guys. Mike Davis is flex-worthy. You know, the efficiency just isn't there. Wayne Goldman trending back, more of a, you know, do I really have to flex him type guy? Benny Snell could be in the, he actually could be in the RB2 conversation depending on what we get out of, uh, you know, James Conner this week. If James Conner doesn't go, it's a tough matchup against the Colts, but he would be in play. Uh, Ito Smith, flex worthy. We'll see what happens with Miles Gaskin. Technically speaking, he is practicing. So he could be back on the field, and that would take Savan Ahmed out of the mix. Moving over to wide out. It's easy at the top. It's Devontae Adams. He's amazing. Then Tyreek. Then Hopkins. Now, that secondary, the San Francisco secondary is pretty tough, but Hopkins has been racking it up over the last two weeks. Same with Calvin Ridley, and I don't think Julio will be back this week. So when Julio doesn't play, Calvin Ridley sees double-digit targets. It's automatic. I don't love the matchup against Kansas City, but it is automatic. Allen Robinson at five. I actually had somebody ask me today if they should drop Allen Robinson for Jarvis Landry. I was flabbergasted. Don't just look at last week. Look at the whole body of work. He's been awesome this year. So is Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs has a chance to have a top five season in terms of receptions all time. He's on pace. He's going to be like really close. Love Diggs. No Gilmore either as well. A.J. Brown, relatively tough matchup on one side, not on the other, and I don't think they shadow with Jair, so if you're on Jair, yeah, that's tough, but when you're on Kevin King, it's not that tough. Uh, Terry McLaurin, a lot of questions about McScorin. I don't think it matters who's under center. I'm going to use McScorin kind of regardless as a top 12 play. D.K. Metcalf sliding back a little bit at 9 because it's the Rams. I don't think there's a shadow here, by the way. Because if you shadow, then you're going to get killed by Tyler Lockett. Either way, Justin Jefferson at 10, he is having one of the greatest statistical seasons we've ever seen out of a rookie at the wide receiver position. That's saying something right there. Bob Woods, so consistent at 11. Keenan Allen tentatively at 12. Now, I don't know if Keenan Allen's going to play. I, you know, I am a betting man, and that's not something I would bet on. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. What we do know, didn't practice yesterday. Uh, what about, you know, going forward here? Are we going to have any other information? Of course, we'll have a better idea. But, um, you know, if he plays, you got to really make that decision ultimately. I know some people faded him last week. They looked very smart. But earlier in the season, we had a similar situation where if you faded him, you would have missed out on a big day. So it's it's just dicey with him. I'll update the rankings, obviously, that are in the week. But that's where he tentatively slides in there. Uh, Brandon Ayuk at 13. He's been awesome over the last month, give or take three weeks, especially as a top five guy over the last three weeks. Mike Evans at 14. I think this one sets up the best for Mike Evans. And I really like what we saw. That was his first 100-yard game since week four. He still has a shot at 1,000. By the way, he's never had a season with under 1,000 receiving yards. And, you know, he's he's got, what, 230 roughly to get there. It's going to It's going to be close. Uh, Adam Thielen at 15 against the Saints. I don't think there's a shadow there. I kind of dig both Jefferson and Thielen this week. Jarvis at 16. I like the matchup out of the slot against the the Jets. He's going to go up against a guy named Javelin. I mean, that's awesome. The name is awesome, but I love the matchup for Jarvis. Cooper Cup at 17. Backsliding a little bit, but not a bad matchup out of the slot against the Seahawks. Deontay Johnson at 18. 
It's going to be tough when he sees Xavier Rhodes, but he's not going to see him the entire game, and Ben just locks in on Deontay Johnson. Corey Davis at 19, same thing I said about uh, A.J. Brown really applies here. You know, when you're up against Kevin King, then giddy up. Brandon Cooks right after Corey Davis. Now, he could see William Jackson, so that puts a little bit of a damper on things. Then D.J. Moore right after Cooks coming off that big game last week. Chris Godwin, I, I hate that the Tampa receivers, you, you sort of cannibalize off of each other. But he still is a back-end wide receiver. Two, Amari Cooper kills the Eagles. Kills the Eagles. So I, I, I'm i using him in DFS this week. <laughs> we'll talk more about that tomorrow. Uh, Tyler Lockett sliding in at 24. He keeps backsliding in rankings, but I still think you have to. you really have to strongly consider using him because you don't want to miss out on that big day. Like Marvin Jones. Who? Marvin Jones at 25. Had that big day last week, and don't mind him this week as a front-end wide receiver three. Robbie Anderson at 26. Manny Sanders at 27. He's a wide receiver three play. He's the uh, interim number one receiver here for the Saints. Cole Beasley at 28, seeing plenty of volume this season. Marquise Brown at 29, surging down the stretch. It's not the best matchup with James Bradbury on the other side, though. Curtis Samuel at 30. You know, pick your poison with the Carolina wide receivers. Pick your poison with the Tampa receivers because Antonio Brown coming off of last week and that big performance at 31. 32, CeeDee Lamb. Why doesn't everybody just try and return the onside kick for a touchdown? <laughs> anyway, CeeDee Lamb at 32. 33, T.Y. Hilton backsliding a little bit in a tough matchup. Kiki QT, basically a wide receiver three every week now at this point at 34. Juju, stop the TikTok. Stupid TikTok dancing. Stop the TikTok, Juju. Bad Juju there. He comes in at 35, and then Russell Gage uh, rounding it out at 36. Right there is Rashard Hollywood Higgins and Chase Claypool right on the edge. Devontae Parker still waiting on more information about him, but he could move up into wide receiver three territory. Uh, downgrading Nelson Aguilar on the other side, so he's more of a flex. Same thing with uh, you know Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy. They could be flexed out this week as well, and maybe Chad Hansen. Uh, he's been pretty good since getting on the field. All right, my favorite. <laughs> Let's go to tight end. Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, lock it in. And essentially lock in Mark Andrews at number three. TJ Hawkinson coming off a down week, but I think he bounces back here at four. Bobby Tunyon at five. All he does is score touchdowns. Logan Thomas. I, I'm back and forth on this one, but you know what? Haskins looks like he's going to freaking start now. I have no idea. He's practicing. I have no idea what's going on here. But if he starts, then you obviously have to like it after last week. So Logan Thomas at six. Hunter Hendry at seven. And then Noah Fant on the other side at eight. Dallas Goddard slides in at nine. Now, I tell you what, they did use a lot of Zach Ertz. It was a ton of 12 personnel last week with two tight ends on the field. So I expect that again. And Ertz is kind of like a desperation streamer at 17 if he's on your wire but I prefer Goddard he's at nine Gronk is at 10 now if you have these guys I think you're good any of those top 10 Kelsey Waller Andrews Hawk Tunyon Thomas Henry Fant Goddard Gronk now if you don't and you have Evan Ingram I think you're kind of good at 11 after that who would I use if I'm like trying to stream this week I'm looking at some of the names like, you know, like the Janu Smiths of the world. It's a little bit volatile. Cole Komet, certainly volatile. Eric Ebron, who knows what's going to happen with him. I mean, Ebron would make things easy for us if he just freaking is good to go. 
Um, but here's the sort of priority streamers, okay? I think the priority streamers have to be Jordan Akins is one of them. I don't really love Jordan Akins, but he's certainly one of them. I think Austin Hooper's really at the top of the list, as I mentioned on the waiver show. Uh, Ertz is in there. Dalton Schultz. I don't love Dalton Schultz, but I don't mind the matchup. So I think it's down to those guys. I don't want to go with George, or Jared Cook because that's so volatile. I don't want to go with Irv on the other side of that. Tyler Higby, you know, you use Higby and then it'll be an Everett week, right? I don't want to go down that road either. Uh, so that's kind of where I am. Don't want to use Hayden Hurst either. So, yay, tight end, our favorite. All right, so that wraps it up. Just a little update again, just a reminder. I'm going to do a podcast tomorrow. It'll be probably a little bit of a longer, like a half-hour pod. And uh, then no pod on Friday. Then we'll be back tomorrow, or next week, that is. And we'll we'll wrap up the week, kind of thoughts on the season. We'll start to look forward. We'll do a little, uh, little dynasty talk as well, maybe talk some rookies next week and set you up for playoff leagues so we got i mean it's still a pretty good week ahead of us i don't know if we'll have enough time to go to home depot all right hey keep reviewing the show on itunes especially after that reference it's it's pretty easy to do all you have to do is if you have an iphone you can open up the apple podcast app go to my podcast the rant with jeff ratcliffe scroll to the bottom and click the stars it takes you 15 seconds and it helps out more than you know uh you could also review the show on the web uh, just a little, it's worth a Google. It's worth a Google. All right. And please head on over to ftnfantasy.com. Go check out what we have to offer. Also, if you like to dabble in NBA betting, well, we have a good package going on over at FTN Bets right now. All you have to do is sign up for the season package for NBA and you get the remaining package for NFL. That includes all the playoffs and the Super Bowl, baby, for free. It's a good deal. It's a $50 value right there. Saving money. That's what I like to do. I'm cheap. Anyway, at Jeff Ratcliffe on Twitter, at Jeff Ratcliffe on Instagram. Use the hashtag Rat Pack. That way I know you're a listener of the show. Tomorrow, matchups. It's on like Donkey Kong. I'll catch you on the flip side. I'm Jeff Ratcliffe, and I'm out of here. 